And they didn't teach us that. They didn't teach us any of that coming into school. Like, they didn't teach us... It was moving too fast of a pace for us to really ingrain these um these concepts for you personally not for everyone not for everyone some people are high iq i mean well no 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 no. for, for me personally yes i would say like i was able to like ingrain these but i'm saying like i'm saying i'm talking in general like you look at these people and like they were able to just crank it up and just spit it back out for me i i do believe i was able to there's like, no general internalize. everybody just learns at different rates but I feel like that would be amplified if they weren't scared of fucking dying every single day. Like, like, look at the anxiety of our AP math class. I mean, like, they were no, but like, you can you can remember by the time of um of the the semester, like the midterms hit, um, everybody was like panicking. They're like, oh, maybe I should drop this class. They didn't give a shit about learning. They cared about optimizing their grades. Of course not. And they also also remember like they all plagiarized off of each other. Like literally every single one of them. They had like their little group chats. They're like, "Oh, did you see what 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 this boy did and shit?" Yeah, they plagiarized off me. Yeah, shit, bro. Like they plagiarized off. They plagiarized off us, and and we all like yeah, fucking stop yourself. It's being recorded. And <laughs> yo, but like, it's it's just horrible, bro. Like, the thing with that like, is, again, like the incentive was gone. Like it's just too far gone, bro. Like, yo, we're eighteen out here, man. Like. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care about the learning the math, man. I got to get into uni, right? That's why, that's like, like you're, abso- like, you're absolutely, every time you're you're applying this to something that the school could do to become better, but, you know, like, we're, st- we're still completely fucked. Um, because I, it's, yeah, just, it's just so... But, like, do you really think me, that you, to me, if you have the have... understanding that you need to succeed Sorry. here? Like, now, now that you're here, like, imagine if they dropped you in, like, fucking, like, like, a Harvard math course, bro. Like, you wouldn't be able to survive just because you just don't understand it. Or, like, even if you had, like, because, like, we were incentivized not to understand it, we were incentivized to pump it out and then chuck it back out. Uh, I, I'm not sure what you mean, like. Like, how, how would we be able to thrive in the next environment in the university? Because all we cared about was to just... No, 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 go... no, no. If you're going into math degree, you would have paid attention. The point is, That's... you're never going to take advanced math in your life again, so you just don't care, right? And you did this at the start of the year. You, you said to me, it was interesting how, Andrew, you said you're here because you, you want to learn more math because everybody just said they just go for the highest course, right? Let's, let's, again, that's why it's all about the incentives. Why did everybody take that course? We know this information because point blank, everybody said it, right? Yeah, they said everybody they said just, that they take this course because they, they always hard. go for the highest, right? They thought so, it was hard. They thought so. Hard. You're saying, oh, they wouldn't thrive in a Harvard math course. They don't need to because they're not going to a Harvard math course. Not because they can get into Harvard because they're not going yeah, to math. True. So to me, at the end of the day, like this is not really applicable. But at the end of the day, if you don't have a adult, as in like has gone through life, understands what's up, understands all the aspects to it. Like, it's got to be one-to-one. Like, if you're a child and you don't have an adult with you, you're not going to reach your full potential. What do you mean? Like, if you don't have somebody walking Parents you are the only people who really care about their children individually. To everyone else, it's all just an incentive structure. The teacher is there to get paid. The institution is there to create employees. The firms are there to get employees. Like, the universities are there to get money. Um... Everybody is always, you know, they're, they're on side quests, right? They're getting away from so the then is it, So then is it even an issue of, is it even an issue of creativity if these people don't even want to express that in the first place? I think it's natural for humans to want to. Well, it's no, it's definitely natural because humans love art. That's why entertainment 
is a relevant industry. Um, so, so why do these people not want to? So like what? So then. Because because so they, I mean, because they get they because you know like capitalism they they care about the money so again like just like in our math class like we, we want to get into uni yeah like we're just incentivized to do that shit but so then like like that that comes to a restructuring issue like we have to truly just re restructure our beliefs and what beliefs we set onto them in the in the system because I do remember goals, like, though people need goals like 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 we're not really defining the goal. Can't. People can't send, they can't set goals for themselves if they don't know what's out there. The institution like, sets goals for the students, and and it seems like sometimes we're saying, what should the institution do differently? But it's like, what is the institution's goal for the students, right? And the thing is, the if goals, you're changing, if you're if you're changing the goal, you're not changing education, you're changing society. Their goal right now is to build factory workers with, when the goal should be building I don't think it is their goal. I think that society wants to, I think that our nation would like to thrive much more than factory workers. Like we would like to increase our GDP. If that was the case, if that was the case, then why don't they pump that shit out? Like, why are we pumping? Well, like, people well, there's, well there's too many side quests, right? Like we don't want to affect their mental health. But like also at pol- on, on the policy level, like we don't even incentivize businesses to <clears throat> thrive in Canada. Like we fucking marginally tax them well, like crazy. In the US, there's a venture industry. Yeah, in the U.S., which is crazy. That's a country that's not Canada, and th- we're actually I think Canada is like like um, Canada's America's one of America's highest brain drains. Like they take high educated people from here who go to the America and build big businesses there. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And that's, that's like, not that's an education like, though. That's the, that's the, that's the government thing. I'd say. But it, it ties in with the system, right? Like if if their goal was not to produce factory workers, which I think short term it is, like like I'm not saying like they want it, like they don't they obviously don't want that, but how they structured it is what is the output. And as a result, our GDP is not growing and people are fucking unhappy and people are talking about mental health and whatever. But in reality, it's an issue of purely the the policies, the status, um, the wealth disparity, and just the opportunity in Canada. Like in Canada, from our experience, it's just, it honestly is just not viable to live here as someone who's growing up. Like, it's just not. The, the, the mean, the mean um, rent is like, what, like 2,000 or like 12,000 um, Canadian. And then most people can't even afford to a house, to buy a house now until they're like, what, 30? Um, they say most millennials won't afford a house. Most millennials have moved back in with their parents. Um, yeah, yeah. And as a student... I should go and focus on understanding calculus on a fundamental level rather than trying to get into university so I can get a high-paying job. Yeah, like, that's... that's... Like, no. (laughs) But, like, even so, like, even when you... Like, we're punished, like, nonstop for for even having high-paying jobs. Like, we come come into, like, being a doctor and then you're, boom, you're cut with the 50% taxes when you're not even high-class. That's fine. That's That's not swaying anybody away from it, though. Don't... Like, that's not swinging anybody away from it. No, but it's swinging people from Canada. And th- I think that's why... People are not I leaving Canada because of the high income tax, dude. Yes, they are. No, they're not. That's such, that's such bullshit. Stop. Bro! It's not even that people, high. Just look at it. Look at, look at, the, like, look at how it's many businesses... It's only high relative to the U.S. The U.S. income tax look all the same. I mean, like, maybe in California, but, like... Not in like, not in like Florida and Texas and all these. It's not swing people. That's not what's swing people. People are not okay, leaving Canada because of high income taxes. Okay, so then why? Community why is why? 
businesses, it's different. Businesses is because it's because the venture industry in the U.S. Maybe corporate like level policy, like corporate taxes. Sure, that, that's but, what I'm saying. Like, it's just yeah. better to open a business 100%, in 100%. America. Well, well, well. It's this. It's it's the center of the world's economy, right? Whereas Canada is like, what is Canada? The thing is, I feel but like Canada is right inside America. They have equal opportunity to be as prosperous, if not more prosperous, in the coming decades. If they just personally, for me, I'm moving right where the biggest industry. Where the, in my industry, I'm moving to where that industry already exists. Like, I'm not trying to be a pioneer, you know? Like, that's the incentive, right? It, it's, it's the cold mm. start problem. It's the cold start problem. Um, the incentives are just not high enough. Like, wh- wh- why? Why Why would I go here, you know? but Exactly. There is no reason. And that's what I'm saying. Like, why would I start a startup here when I can go to, like, Y Combinator or, like, I go to fucking San Francisco and make a tech startup? There is no reason. Like, there's there's no reason to stay. Like we don't we don't get funded. We don't get like we don't get help from the government, and we get punished, and then we don't get subsidies, and then we get taxed. I want to see you because... get punished, though. I want to see you get punished. It's just a cold start problem. What do you mean the cold start problem? I mean like Shopify's here, and they've they've made something, but that's like the that's it. Like that's well, like, they, de- well a... they decided that for them it makes sense to to stay here for what for whatever reason. Um, but I was, gen- yeah, I, I do understand why they gen- decided that. Generally, generally people don't don't think of it that way so really what, what do you mean like like they don't think of it like oh where can i open my business to have the no, most? no they do i'm saying they do like generally people don't think of it of the way that toby did right like oh oh i see i see so generally people will go to where the industry is already thriving which is why it's a cold start problem i don't think anybody's punishing anyone like actually being rich is great Having a having a big firm with lots of employees and creating economic surplus is great. Like, dude, we 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 still live in like some of the most purest forms of capitalism in the world here. Oh yeah, like maybe yeah, like course. maybe like maybe in like you know, like middle to Western Europe. Like, sure, okay, like that's that's no, tough, but like, but it, like it is really just it it is just a shame that we're like like as. Like, with all these resources, we're not, like, capitalizing off of that. Like, we still sell, like, water to bottled water companies that are, like, American or European-based for, like, pennies when we could be charging, like, commodity prices to sell this water. Like, could we? Like, we could then be... Why don't we? I don't fucking know. Like, why don't we stockpile, like, all that shit? And uh, I think I think it's because, um, I, like, when I learned this in world history, I'm pretty sure it's because NAFTA um, is, like, holding us by the balls. Um, yeah. The same thing happened in, like... Um, like if you look at like oh, um when it was Obama, what do you mean? I think NAFTA is gone. Is it really? Yeah, bro, it's been gone for years. I mean. A year. Years. Oh, years. Well, whatever. I, I just know that um when we learned about it um, America essentially has Canada by the balls economically. Like yeah. like that's why they cut off the pipeline. Um. Like yeah, it, it had as, a, as a Donald Trump, as of as of Donald Trump, you know they they created the new it agreement. Even, it was even a uh, Obama, um, even Obama, like they cut off the pipeline from uh, Alberta to the states, like the oil pipeline, which was like some people thought it was a W for like indigenous and um, environmental standards, but they never give a shit about that in the first place. Like they don't care. It was actually just because um they didn't want to give us more money. <laughs> Like it was literally just a like economic incentive. Like they wanted to have more yeah. leverage over us, and they didn't want us to have like they didn't want us to have um they don't they didn't want us to clean our own oil. Like they wanted us to uh, yeah 
we'll keep selling it to the one thing I will era. say is like I think okay it's just thing I never valued liberal education till now which obviously I'm I'm I'm, ta- I'm going to take history courses and, and such when I get back to university if I can like I think that this in, in Canada liberal education has been completely devalued right because um well, well, what do you mean what do you mean learning about the arts and history and school oh, being like like it's it's very much focused on um, you know, how will I be able Giving to pay, pay for myself, right? It's it's almost like everybody became an immigrant, you know? It's almost like everybody became an immigrant. As in, like, you know, I'm I'm going to school to to learn to 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 basically pay my bills when I get older, like, and or 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 it's just nothing, right? Like like there's no in between. Like you either do or or you don't. I don't know how it is in the U.S., but what I you know hear all the time is that liberal education has been basically like fucked up because it's 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 very like a little bit too liberal now as in like very like politically influenced yeah so if that is the case then that could also be part of the issue um but y- yeah there's so so much at play here but that could that could be part part of it is like the downfall of the liberal education could be part of it because there's there's a lot of argument right like i mean there's too much incentive to make this argument for it to be completely credible right but but they obviously like people love to talk about like you know liberal education is like so good and shit and like you know yeah. students should go to university to uh you know just like become better humans and shit and uh yeah like i i think it is a way to kind of you know help you more sort of find your place in this world and also you know learn about the world and and start to understand why oh, so you know, they, let's, the way they do let's go back to that though like, and basically create critical thinkers essentially but like how let's let's go back to to that creativity like so if if we're if we're trying to like yeah it's it's good for the short term to build people who are like really good at you know just paying the bills and whatnot but like over time like like well i don't know how you see the industry going but i for me like i just envision that AI and AI tools is going to not only um, enhance human creativity, but then replace it um, yeah. in the long term. And automation is going to remove all these small rep- repetitive tasks that humans do um, to the point where we don't need these factory workers. But while the education system is going to be misaligned, the innovation is going to be happening at a rapid rate. So how do we maximize our own creativity like on our own? Like what? Like again? Like what is? What does it mean to be creative? Yo, I to me, I mean, there's simple steps in terms of before you try to ask, ask this question again. Like we all know, like you know, there's simple habits. Like you know, meditate, cut out the noise, like paint, right? So yeah, do creative things. Right. Learn, learn the tools. You know, like for example, if you're a musician, like you have to, you know, as you as you told me, like if you're a musician, you have to be incredible at like the piano and, and, and theory and all that, you know, that, that help, help, kind of helps you, you know, like if you're able to actually yeah. put out your vision into something physical that other people can read it. But so then again, like, what does it mean to be creative? Like why, like a, a computer can make a hit song uh, according to virality statistics sure. and music, you know, well, no, that's not being creative, but, but, uh, but a human could do that too. Humans have been doing that for, for decades, right? That's not creative. Exactly. That, that is not creative. Um, yeah. Again, nobody's questioning that it's not creativity. Um, it's just nobody can like attack. Them. It's it's hard to attack them legally, because um, nobody knows what went in their mind. But mm. I still think creativity is just it's about or- originality. I think creativity is about originality. Like the more original, You're making something like, that's never existed before. 
of course, it, your your brain has to be. It's it's about algorithms rather than data. Mm. So, but like, is something that Dolly creates like is that on the bar of being creative? I don't know how Dolly works. Well, uh, well, essentially, it just has like like an incredibly large data set of a bunch of images, and then it ties it to keywords, and then based on those keywords, it tries to um, combine those images together. Essentially, how it works. It takes it like it's obviously more complicated. It takes like noise, and then um, it tries to denoise it based on like the keywords. Yeah. Um, but yeah, essentially, side quests. Yeah. It has. It has has access to a lot of images and from our own experiences we have access to our memory which contains a lot of images so if i were to paint a landscape it would be if i were to base it off of like a, a reality then what is creative about that if i just make like another sunset i i don't think that's that creative it's more of a what if i made a purple sunset that's probably more creative yeah so so it's so then, like, what? Well, what if I didn't even make a sunset? What if I made like, like, what if I made like, like three stars hovering around each other, and the sunset was actually the Earth rising against the sun? Yeah, no, there's no sort of input that made you kind of whip that up. That just completely came out of the abyss, John. So yeah, that's creative. Yeah, out of the ether. So, but the thing is, like, like, I feel like, like regardless of what that is like i had to know a what a sun was properties of um what the earth was i had to know like if that thing's orbit things i i had to observe something in order to make something else so i had access to some sort of information to able to be put out into the world if you were blind deaf and mute and you couldn't feel anything would you be able to Let's say you had like all the cap capabilities to think, but you had no information and you couldn't get any new information. Would you be able to make something creative? Like you could still think fully like you had. Let's say you had access to like the entire language database, but you have no idea on what anything any of these things look like. Like you don't have any visual stimuli. Um, you don't have any auditorial stimuli. You just know what these words mean on a, a very like pragmatic sense. Would you be able to create anything? Yeah, I think you would. Why? Is it because you know what those words mean? If you no, remove the words, no, you not. Um, and what what what, because... what I'm getting at here, what I'm okay. trying to get at here is that yeah. like, is it is it truly impossible? Like, why do these like? I'm really trying to get to the bottom of like, why do these skeptics believe that um, AI can't replace humanity? Like, I think I'm actually very mm. certain that it can, because I think regardless of whether or not creativity or consciousness is like a computation thing or not, I think the fact is that a lot of the things that humans can do, even if it may not be a computational thing, can be mimicked to a human degree based on just the sheer information that we have. Yo, because if you look it's at an interesting it, parallel, interesting connection. Because if you look at like 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 any artists and anything yeah. that looks cool but is based off of reality, if you base anything off of something that already exists, then already you're creating something that is already real. So that already is less creative than what you would expect. However, um if you created something that well, it goes back to what you were saying about limitations, right? Like if you if you had no limitations, 
it wouldn't seem objectively creative because sure you're creating something out of nothing um and it may may not have ever existed before but it also has no meaning so is it really creative if it has no meaning and so if we attribute meaning to to anything any sort of information then if it has a set data then a computer could very well recreate that if we can set some sort of label to a, a piece of data if i can say that this square is red then i could make something that's a red square that may have never existed before with the exact dimensions but a computer could see that and probably make the exact same thing just because it's seen me do it so maybe the computer is not creative but it can certainly replace my ability to be creative because it has access to far more computational power than i could ever have so in that sense i think i think maybe creativity is also a computation if it's based off of things that are in reality if you have to be touted as creative or creating valuable things that are creative that are based off of reality then something can build upon that for example an a an ai could build what i outlined before in my example it could build a sunset then a purple sunset then actually the sun surface with the earth rising upon it an earth rise yeah. it could I, I just thought of that up but like a computer could easily think of that up given could it, that uh, though we just have to tell maybe it wouldn't, be able to, it wouldn't right now it wouldn't be able to think of the prompt but it would be able to recreate it but the, and the funny thing is like the prompt because again i just don't know how machine learning works on that level but like the thing is on one hand i want to say oh like if it's an algorithm then it's not creative on the other hand okay so if a computer thinks of the prompt it could just randomly choose words like that's not really a complex program oh it's just randomly choosing words that's an algorithm what did my subconscious do when what did your subconscious do when you chose that you just randomly chose words based off of you know what you've been recently thinking about aka sunsets and shit. yeah is that but is that not like okay well that, that that's a good distinction to make like is is the algorithm okay, well, in why my... are some people able to create creative work and not others or is it just that some people create creative work that we actually like and some people are just you know skilled which again is more just the application of it yeah that is that is that is uh that is interesting i think um that's well, a I big question like, though that's a big question why this is crazy yeah why do some people create better art than others mm, why? That's, that's true, that's true. It, well, it's I mean, actually like, it's actually a ridiculous people... concept though isn't it that that even exists no yeah yeah that, that, that is true possible? Well, like, like, but the thing is, like, would we define as a better artwork necessarily more creative? Actually, yeah, you could. You could just say something that is, is more creative than something else. Like, um, for example, like, if I could go on here, like, like, shit, like, I could just pull up on my Instagram feed and find some creative work, right? Which is something that somebody's never seen. Like, this is, um, trippy prints. Like, you could say that this is probably... Something I could not fathom. Yeah, I couldn't fathom that. No, I didn't. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's really, that's really a good cool. example. That, that's weird, right? Like, this is something, that's, but, like, that's really what you're about. would you hang this up on your wall? No, yeah. like, sure. Like, like this may be something you can't fathom, but is this, in, like, inherently creative? Maybe, but, really like, connect. exactly. And that's the distinction to make. If you can't connect with it, then you can't relate to it. And so, as a result, it you don't deem it as valuable. So, maybe, in essence, it's not as creative. Whereas, um, something that could be applicable... Um, let me just see if I can find like a good Yo, one. No, this could be sort of relevant, just like as a side note, like the way that mm. kind of um 
entertainment media works is basically like culture. Life is literally just a, um, the way I think about it is life is just a progression of subculture of cultures, dominant cultures and subcultures, as in the subcultures are the ones that, you know, try to take on the dominant cultures and then entertainment media, they just find the person who most represents a group of a subculture and then they pay them to sell product. Right. So what happens is that, you know, like for example, that art only applies to a very small subculture, right? However, that art could also be placed into a bigger group of a subculture that kind of more generalizes all these little subcultures, right? And maybe then we could actually, it'd be more relevant, right? Because I could sell to more people through one product, right? But essentially, that's what really happens with art, I feel like, is you just have each art piece um, talks to a certain culture, and it's just a matter of how many people are in that culture or identify with it. And but of and, course, the more the more the bigger the culture becomes, the less it becomes a subculture, and the more mainstream it becomes, right? Which is the more kind of you know the less edgy it becomes. So like it kind of loses its its cool in that sense. And and yeah. and I guess you know as more people find out about it, it's kind of like I I feel like another part of this answer is really really a lot in looking at creative problem solving because creative problem solving is a weird thing because I've seen solutions to business problems where I'm like, damn, that's really creative. Yeah, and I've also like created that. ones that people are like, oh, damn, that's really creative. But at the end of the day, we're just using first principles and then we have a ton of options and we just decide which one best aligns with our decision criteria. No, However, so, but I think this could be interesting to add to this because it's, it's a much more stepwise thing, but we as humans say, oh, that's creative, even though it's very algorithmic. And, and um, I forgot my second point, but you know, it, it was, it was kind of like the same line. No, but like, that's, that's actually, uh, like, that's actually super important. Like, like, and I think, I think that actually ties back to what we were saying before, where like, 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 no, nah, I think you were right earlier saying that like creativity, um, actually has to have bound for it to be applicable because while like creating something out of the ether may be like easy to do for a human. Um, however, like it's ability to be like actually valuable for anybody is, is actually a lot harder, um, a lot harder to and make that's, work. That's where the walls come in, right? It's like, oh, you have mm. to be creative. But within these walls, then it has to apply to, you know, this human experience or whatever. The other thing I was going to say is, like, for example, when, I'm, when you solve a math problem, right, and they never want you to look at the answer. And the thing is, you know that as soon as you see even the first part of the answer, like, it's the thing is, it's funny, right? When you're solving a math problem, there might be, let's say there's like, you can split up into 10 parts, right? The thing is, if you look at the first part, you don't lose a tenth of the education. You lose like 90% of it, right? Where like, because I think about this, like, you know, like if a lot of people see um, a certain piece of art, right, then it becomes, let's say somebody else creates it, it becomes less and less like creative, maybe. But like, for example, when you are solving, creating a solution for a math problem, right, that solution was obviously created multiple times. However, if you look at even a, a, a small part of the solution to help you solve it, it becomes much less relevant. Like, like nobody really cares that you solved it anymore. Do you get what exactly. I'm saying? Yeah, because you didn't, you didn't. So I don't know how much that applies to, you know, like, oh, like the more we see one art, the less relevant. I think it absolutely applies, though. I think it absolutely applies because like, like, like for one, like novelty is a big thing when it comes to like creativity, right? Like, like if you don't see, if you see something that you've already seen before, then it's not touted as creative because it's likely in the fact that they have seen it before or you have seen it before. So it doesn't seem um, innovative because it's probably it's probably like like derivative of something else um but also on that like um with art like 
the reason why, like, the reason why, as we were talking about before, like, we could just use the same example, like, being within these restrictions, um, if you're not purely restrictive to, like, a certain experience, or, for example, really good art with emotion, then you're not going to be able to relate with a lot of people, and not a lot of people are going to actually think it's yeah. a good art piece, because it doesn't actually give them any sort of, any sort of value. Like, when they look at that, it doesn't invoke any emotion because they can't relate to it. Like, if you had something that was just... Like, if you had something as the, the one I showed you that was, like, some trippy, quote-unquote, visual, visual, if you didn't follow under the um the category of people who enjoy things that are, like, I guess, like, psychedelic kind of artwork or, like, trippy, out-of-this-world kind of stuff, then probably nobody's gonna have any value to it. And even you you said yourself, like, like, you can't fathom it, but, like, you also said, like, it doesn't really have any value to you. But if I showed you something, like... Like, I don't even know, like, if I showed you, like, a classical art piece, like, I, if I showed you Starry Night, um, Starry Night is, like, like, it is a great art piece, um, but it also is, like, like, it also has a lot of this, like, experience with, um, like, we, a lot of people relate to it because we were shown it as, like, through kids and artwork, and we also know the history, we were taught the history of Van Gogh, so the story in of itself, um, actually evokes more emotion through the art piece. It's about and the culture, so, it's not about the object. Exactly. And 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 understanding the culture and stuff and and um understanding your current environment um is important for you to create something that's creative and also valuable, which we could also tout as being creative. If you make an art piece that can relate to a lot of people, like a piece of music, for example, um, that is also in line with the current culture, then it would be a lot more um It'd be a lot more revered, like for example, um, like like, uh, what was that new song? I don't know who made it, but like, I uh, I wish I knew you wanted me. Like I wish I knew, I wish I knew you wanted me. You know, like that was, like that was um. Sounds hella uncreative. Like, that came out. Pardon. That doesn't sound very creative. You you think it doesn't sound very creative? However, like a lot of people resonated with it, and they thought it was very um. They thought it was very new. Um, and I think the music space actually around this time was like, um, was actually like essentially asking for songs like that to come out because the space was, um, valuing songs like The Weeknd, Brent Fiaz, Rex Orange County, etc. Like the, the popular artists have been those for the past few months right now. Um, and so it was like for something big to blow up like that, like it was just a matter of time for something like that to be touted as um valuable um and also i think it was uh pretty creative like it, it it tied to a lot of um emotions that might people might have like like it was laying out the foundations for somebody saying oh i had a crush on somebody and uh they had a crush on me but we just didn't have the courage to talk to each other or whatever um but i think i think but that like the thing is that skews the idea of creativity for me like what you would think is intuitive with creativeness because jordan peterson also makes this distinction as well though he says like if you want to be truly creative you have to actually provide like i guess value and novelty um but that that brings that yeah. brings a, a an interesting paradox as to when let's say again you had no information coming in or out yet you still were able to make something that was original to your perspective. Like, let's say, um, like, remember, um, fucking Tana's, Tana's rule. Remember from, um, from, from AP? 
Like, you know, the trapezoidal rule, but somebody made it up, so it was, like, Tana's rule? No. You don't remember that inside joke that we had? Like, like... Like, do you don't remember, like, the scientific... You weren't there that day. You were absent. So, basically, um... And I remember you came back the next day, and we were all talking about it, and you didn't, you didn't get the joke. But basically, it was, like... Well, what this person did is that, for their, like, biology newspaper, they essentially, um, cited the trapezoidal rule, which is, like, a calculus a calculus um theorem right for them to derive the area under the curve using trapezoids yeah. and this woman um this woman i think her name was tana um she actually derived herself the trapezoidal rule and she thought it was mind-blowing and she posted it in the scientific paper she said new method for it she got cited a lot of times but people started seeing it and thought this is just the trapezoidal rule now is she I remember this day yeah i remember this day yeah yeah is she the... but the thing is like she, I mean, she could have gone about it in different ways. She could have been like, oh, I just didn't know about the trapezoidal rule. Um, right. but, like, that's interesting. Is she any less creative than yeah. the mathematician who made that? Well, the original she, in all likelihood, she could be less absolute value because she might have seen things that she didn't know at the time were, you know, works that were created based off of the trapezoidal yeah, look, rule. All the nuance. I'm, for, let, let's let's say like she she knew nothing whatever like would somebody who created something that already exists if however, there was no nuance if it was like in a vacuum then of course that's absolutely as creative it's just not relevant to society but it's it's absolutely as creative but and that's an important distinction to make because if you have to understand if in order to be truly creative you have to understand the limitations of your creativity what's stopping an ai to be able to, to produce something that's equally to human efficiency if it's just a, 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 a ma the matter of uh, optimizing for what's in your given circumstances like what what can an over an ai overcome if we are also limited to all the knowledge we already have already if we know that everything already exists if we already know everything that already exists in our domain that we're trying to innovate on and we know the limits of, of our domain and the ai also knows equally that stuff then yeah. What's stopping the AI from using all the things that happened before and all the things that's happening right now to make something new? I'm trying to think of the most creative things I have seen. And obviously, these are all going to be only... The, the only way that I would actually know about them is if they were popular, which is fine because it, it, it works in the context of this and say I will only be used to create relevant things. So I'm trying to think of the most like creative things and I... And I can't think of anything so out of this world. Obviously, I think that AI will be able to do it all. Um, of course, it'll, it'll still get litigated in court just because people want to make money. Um, but this conversation kind of makes me realize that, you know, that's that's always going to be a, a bull. Like, there's no yeah. way they're going to win that, bro. Like, no, nah, like, it's not about habit. Um, or at least they won't be in the right. So I, I, I would take the position that, like, anybody saying that, you know, AI is infringing, um, like, that's cap. Uh, yeah. At, at least as we get to like more and more kind of complex AI, which which makes me think that the regulations might be actually about how complex the AI model is, which is kind of interesting. Um, but again, I'm trying to think of the most out of this world creative things I can think of, which are at the same time also relevant. And uh, it's it's hard. I think every single thing that comes out is is just an iterated version of what came before it, literally. In the business sense, this is completely the case. Businesses are just iterating. This firm solved this problem, but they forgot about this problem. Okay, now I'm gonna 
hop on this problem. Okay, this firm solved this problem, but they forgot about this problem, so I'm going to hop on this problem, right? Like, of course, you know, nobody would be creating software if computers didn't exist. Nobody would be creating, you know, like laptops if desktops didn't exist, right? Like, they're just just going on. It's just the innovation cycle. In terms of art, obviously, I know less, but again, I, I really... Like I even see this like little puzzle of like but that's but that's, that's really interesting about the business, right? Because you're talking about like like it's less creative for these people to solve these problems, but like building the platforms themselves, that was truly a creative feat. Like like jet like Steve Jobs building the iPhone, that was truly a creative feat. Was it though, or was he just determined? I think that was more of a, like a you know like three minute mile kind of thing. I think he was just determined more than anybody else to create an actually good phone because it's it's just it's it's a technological innovation in a lot, in a lot of ways. Right? He moved, he pushed like, the engineers what hard. He, did, though, is he took he took what stereotypically you would think of a phone and flipped it on his head and made it into a supercomputer instead. Like was it actually well true? Like, yeah, no, no, like, no, no, you know what? You know what? Never mind. You're right because what they did is they creatively created something that delights. Yeah. Right, the same like, way that it was it was. Because I'm like thinking, oh, it's engineering because they made something that humans like. But at the same time, well, no, just just like most paintings fall flat, right? Like nobody cares about them. So, but at the same time, they weren't drawing to a culture. They were drawing to usability. Did, do you think, do you think that everything was in place for Steve Jobs to, to make the iPhone or he truly just innovated on his own? Like, like did did the advent of the computer and and the internet and etc. put everything in place serendipitously for him to be able to of make? Of course it did, because he himself was working on, you know, cre- creating and releasing computers and personal computers for like, you know, almost three decades before the iPhone came out. So of course, of course it was in place. That's again, that's just the evolution cycle. So then, like, how much of it was attributed? Which makes to... me think: What are we missing? What iPhone are we missing right now? What do you mean? What platform? Like, like, what's the iPhone? Oh yeah, yeah. What platform are we missing? That's the that's the million dollar question. That's that really is. Qu- that's a trillion dollar question, think, really. It is. It is. It is. I think. I think the next platform is going to be building off of what we were talking about today, which is the issues that um, AI is going to bring. It's going to be. I think it's going to be purely on this market, and I think it's going to be. What I want to go into for the short short term is actually, um, I think it's going to be creative amplification tools. And while the technology, while people say the technology is not here, the technology is here to amplify creativity on on massive. That's ironic because I've been I've been thinking about it like for over you know and like I'm I'm close to developing this like which is like like I'm trying to find ways where humans can rate art and the best art go gets to the top. Hmm. So, so like, what are your thoughts? Like, sorry, sorry. I, I shouldn't have said that, but like, like, what is, what, like, what is your thoughts directly on your thing? Like, like without what I just said? Oh, oh, so like, I think, um, like, I think, I think, um, I think the next big thing is going to be like, I guess, I guess trying to not, I guess trying to make like a central hub, maybe a marketplace or like centralized, um, information for tools for creative uses. Um, what I'm thinking about for myself is that I've been thinking of creating sort of a like like a hub for tools, but it utilizes um, like imitation learning for monotonous tasks because that's what we're trying to optimize, and nobody's really 
truly done that. So why not can we have um, learning algorithms that can um, learn by literally you teaching it, like teaching a dog a trick to do a task that you want to do instead of you having to write any of that code, you just teach some algorithm with a very unique framework for it to mimic exactly what you did and then try to know exactly what you're trying to do. For example, um, so I'm trying to make essentially like a marketplace for all these tools that perform these actions. So people train data sets and then people are trained models and then people use these models to their own advantage. For example, um, and I think it ties in directly to people's creativity because you are solving a problem and then you're teaching an AI how to solve a problem. And then when people find out how you solve the problem, they don't need to learn how to solve the problem themselves. They just see, oh, this person solved my problem. I don't need to even pay a product. I have a fucking automata that can do this for me and I don't have to train it myself. So it just rapidly increases that rate of, um, of progressing to purely creative tasks. For example, if I'm trying to build like, if I'm trying to like, for example, I was writing cue cards today and yesterday and i was like fuck like i'm just copy pasting bold words which are um the keywords and then their definitions and i'm like if i could just teach literally it was just like why can i just have something learn how to do this for me and i'm like maybe i could do like a for loop but the thing is it would have to have a little bit more intelligence to know which thing is the definition and which thing is actually the character because they don't do it in a very deterministic way but if i just had an unsupervised learning model learn how to do that for me by watching me how to do it and then i train it over time if i optimize the iteration and um the ability for it to learn quickly then it would be able to do that super fast and then copy me exactly and then it would solve my issue and then i could just do it maybe four or five times or maybe 10 times and then the next thousand cards i want to make on slides it would be able to do that perfectly it would be able to know exactly what kind of definitions i'm looking for it would know what the keywords are and it would paste that on the slide paste it there yeah. and it would just mimic the action and the reason why something like um that already exists like um i, I don't even remember the name but there's some there's some things like um even actually um apple's apple's um i forgot what it's called but it's like the one that they use to make the widgets and shit even apple's um, version of that isn't perfect because it can't do anything intelligent like you can make it do like repetitive tasks over and over again but like when oh, it comes yeah, to it's, yeah, yeah. yeah you know shortcuts shortcuts yeah, has shortcuts. actions that you can do but the thing is about shortcuts is that like like or and even things similar to that is that these actions it's are basic they can't learn like like exactly like it has to be perfect it has to be absolutely perfect whereas the layouts of these slides are never perfect like so in a perfect to, you want to increase like the threshold of redundancy at every step exactly so and you want to you want to be able to to have it learn and also be able to do it like intuitively like it, it, it could be able to to mimic your th actions perfectly as though it is intuitive for itself to learn these things and mm. this would accelerate our progression for people to move away from monotonous tasks like for example if i were gonna if let's say i was gonna do um like if i needed to make like a graph like sure there's a lot of um graphing technologies and what what have you online however you still have to do it yourself but for me writing lab reports having to interpret all this these data like it still has to do it in a very clean way through spreadsheets at the copy paste the data whatever but it's still repetitive in nature but it's not repetitive enough so that a for loop can just do it no it would have to be me like i can't automate this in a very easy way so i would have to teach 
like some somebody else to do it. And that's what I did. I would outsource it. I'd be like, okay, you could do this. But instead of outsourcing it to somebody, which would cost your hourly wage, um, then you could just have an automata learn it and then replace it. So my idea for this business was to make a marketplace for a bunch of these models. The, the product itself was the thing, was the imitation neural network um, that can copy whatever you do based on just learning like like on like live screen time of you doing it and then it iterates through that and it's like okay this is what it's trying to do it tries to predict what it's trying to do and then you can personally correct it whatever and then you can upload it to the marketplace and then you could say solution for x this monotonous yeah, yeah. task and then they copy it and iterate through it um the, the so, back end is crazy because what if you now compare somebody's dna uh somebody's um like sorry dna scan or, or whatever that's called um like dna sequence like somebody's because like because like on a personal level right like like people do things differently right like there's a little difference in how you make cue cards than the next person right now what if you compare how you make cue cards to your dna sequence exactly. right now we're agiing this shit on like a very like it's almost like humans right like and like really we can understand more like why based on your dna do you mm. have this small oh, tiny difference you know that's actually really interesting. I was yeah. thinking though, like, I was thinking though, like, what what would be the superpower of this is that, like, com you would compare it with other people's methods, and then over time, like, because it's supposed to be a marketplace, right? So like, the most optimized model will be pushed to the top, so people will see this, and then right. they'll try to do it themselves, and then they'll post this model, and then they maybe could train each other's models, or yeah, That's like that'd be too, like, the, the most optimized thing is interesting, right? Like, like the most optimized human will will, will be you know, like. Will profit exactly in this like, space who, it creates who, who, who copies um, cue cards the best exactly and it'll create a platform for people who are like genuinely creative because then it shows their problem solving skills ah okay that's interesting because you know so let's say you're a creator on this platform in theory like you could show them exactly how good you are at problem solving in these in these circumstances so i mean that was my idea uh, i was and honestly, I think I was like, I, I've been doing research for it. Um, I've already, I'm already going to start building it. Um, I actually yeah. already started um, because I thought that was, that was pretty dope because um, so the technology is here so and that's the issue. The, the, right, the technology is. is already here. Like, like um, open AI has open source code for, um, for this right now. And um, I literally just downloaded it so I could iterate it on my own. Um, and Yo, it's literally like, like, it's... like people think like, Oh, it's so like, sick! It is sick, and it, it's, it's like there. it's like, like Tesla people... picking up driving data to train there. Like, like as a society, we should be doing this because if it's in our interest to reach more kind of you know more automation, it's literally like Tesla picking up um, driving data right to train their model as people drive Teslas. Except we should be doing this on on a societal level, and that's what you're creating. Exactly, and that's that's you're, you're exactly right. It's literally like, like, and over time, scalability-wise, like I could incorporate meta-learning tactics, so I could further expand this idea. Like, if I have all these little bots yeah. that learn how to learn, then I could, it. I could take that and be like, okay, these guys all learn this kind of way. So how can I make my I'm big boy learn all of these things? And I could further perfect my algorithm. So many, like yo, on the back, on the front, right? Because even like yo, like teaching kids, like. Because, you know, we have our, like, five different learning strategies, right? Well, it's like, oh, like, now we know all these, like, little profiles. Like, because as you said, it's almost like the same way, because it's like a pyramid, you know, the same way, like, subgenres build into bigger and bigger cultures, right? Like, 
you can break down a human profile into, you know, their most individual level. And then you can just like more, as there are more and more users, you can pack each profile into more and more commonalities, of course, every uh, uh, across every single characteristic trait. So the dude, the potential of this from like a data standpoint, it could be great. And you're just, and you're just automating the shit out of humanity. But it's gotta, it's gotta be like, it's gotta be relevant. It can't be like one of these little, you know, like one of these little websites, you know, like it's, no, it's, gotta, no, it's gotta work. It's gotta work incredibly. And that's, I feel that's like, the like the vibe I get, like the feeling, you know, because you're saying the technology is here. My feeling is like, like it's not 2017 anymore. Like 2022, like you see OpenAI, like that's robust, you know, it's gotta be robust. Yes. It's gotta be professional. But the thing is like OpenAI has made this and they made it open source. So I don't even need to like be a master at, at fucking machine learning. I just need to use what they've built and then um, build off of that because they made it open source for people to do research on it and to develop on that shit, etc. Um, so and all these models, you know, there's so many open source models that you can build off of. You can share and you can you can create your own and you can learn so easily off of that. And I'm just thinking like there has to be an easier way to, you know, do all of these things and i think it's just a, a, a one all like i think it's a like a one size fits all sort of um solution because you could teach it to do like in theory um these imitation models you could teach it to do pretty much anything um to just copy you you could have it like learn how to play minecraft as open ai did you can have it play alpha go uh i mean sorry yeah you can have it play go like like alpha go you can have it play chess like chess um, these imitation models built off of their framework, off of existing human status, um, statistics, and existing um, data sets that were made by humans, and then they just became their own thing. So, if we can increase the the number of labeled data sets, which has been the issue, um, then we can not only, for one, on a business standpoint, we could outsource that data and sell it and make a profit, but we could also um, just train our models better because we have a form of actually labeling these data sets and incentivizing people to label these data sets because we can yeah. remove people finding these things like taking, I could, taking individual models though and and and, and turning uh, and data and turning it into like something that's relevant like across a broader kind of utility is going to be really tough i think yeah i think actually though like it'll all fall into place if i perfect the uh the model itself because like open ai even didn't perfect their thing which was very um concerning for me like it took them maybe like like 20 20 000 hours of video um which is a lot a lot of video for them to actually get to that point so i mean like obviously there's is gonna have a come a point of innovation and i think i i absolutely will pursue this with like scientists machine learning scientists and um researchers because even the, the top boys Still haven't gotten to this point, so I'll definitely have to play around with it. However, in theory, if the model is is strong enough, this could just be a propellant not only for um, the data itself or the algorithm to get even better at learning other things, but also for um, everybody else because we have now labeled data sets for video training. So it will just further amplify anybody who's trying to use labeled video data sets for their um, for their AIs and their learning algorithms. So I think that is actually the true value in the product here for a B2B standpoint, because it would be essentially just selling um, labeled data sets. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's that's the biggest issue because um, they had to, like OpenAI had to clean through like thousands and thousands of hours 
of um data set um a video and and um it was sorry my brother's calling me but in essence in essence like they had to clean through so much shit and like it would just have been so much better if they had things that actually fit their category and if we already have that for them then we solve their issue and we solve everybody else's issue and then we can open the domain for people with object detection um with with imitation learning with spiking neural networks etc um we could truly maximize it with just um this one product and that's 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 my uh that's my i guess my idea of it obviously you know like it's been maybe a few days since i've thought about this so it's not i could be absolutely wrong but i, I don't see any harm in trying this out because gotta again it's out. gotta find out bro exactly you gotta find out right like i'm I, I I'm gonna go uh, talk to my um, actually I'm gonna talk to my professor exactly about this, see how he thinks about it. Um, but also like I'm I've connected with um, research professors at the University of Alberta and um, the University of um, Amsterdam. Um, or sorry, not not Amsterdam, but uh, yeah, but basically, um, I I want to I want to test this out because at, at the end of the day, it's really all about you know um, creating better product and better value for the world and having that innovation grow exponentially to the point where we aren't doing any more monotonous tasks. It's actually the biggest waste of our time and we can't be doing that anymore. So instead of teaching humans how to do robotic things, we should teach robots how to do robotic things and let humans do all the thinking. And let humans so, do human things. That's your line. Exactly. Instead That's of teaching it. humans how to do robotic things, we should teach ro robots to do robotic things and teach humans to do human things. Exactly, bro. Yeah. That's it. Man, twenty twenty three looking fire, bro. It's just looking exciting, bro. Yo. Like, like, why? Why are we doing for Heidi's birthday? I don't know. When but was his birthday? Apparently, it was today. Shit, it is today. I don't know, bro. We we watched the uh, World Cup. Oh, he, oh, he was there. I thought. Yeah, yeah he was. Okay. Okay. Fine. fine. Yeah. All right. Hopefully there'll be a link up soon though. Yeah, I hope so. Um, but yo, um, but yo, I could uh, I could cut right now. However, yeah. um, uh, do you, do you have more to say, bro? Like I, I don't mind us staying. No, like, bro, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go chill with my family and eat some food. All right, blessed. Hey, Amen. Blessed talking to you. I'll see yo, you soon. Yeah. Blessed. All right, bro. I I can't wait to hear more about about your ideas about your knowledge been a blessed talk motive pod first actual recording with audio uh yeah, let's go yo when are, you gonna, when are you gonna start uploading it like immediately after this I'll, I'll upload the second one after this and then i'll upload this one like in a few days okay yeah yeah but let, let's uh let's let's edit yeah. it let's go over it. okay do we have uh, any viewers on twitch did freddy view it oh shit let's see <laughs> see the chat 248, gotta be careful here. Mm. Val, give me one sec. I'll be ready in a second. Mm. Val, give me Yo, one I'm getting, sec. I'm getting ready. I'll be ready in a second. Mm. Is James Jason coming out starting? I'm getting ready. I'll be ready in a second. Mm. Is James Jason coming out starting? I promise you I'll be ready in a second. Alright, we have one viewer who was just me on it, but uh, now there's probably no viewers, so yeah. <laughs> it's all good, bro. It's all good. Anyways, it was a good time. Good talking. Uh, yo.
yeah no it was just a vibe it was just a vibe. i was just thinking like like yo i thought maybe for like 20 minutes about like a subject to talk about and uh, i'm glad we landed on creativity um yeah, man. important for the entertainment business i don't say that much yeah exactly how does how does gen z think bro that that, that could be that could be important for for making yeah that's up, that's up to the audience a lot of fucking posters and shit so i don't know yeah exactly might, might, <laughs> might, might just be relevant to me yeah exactly exactly bro anyways bro uh, i gotta go but yo it's a blessed talking to you and uh, i'll see you later bro i love you man see you man love you all right love you bro.